You're finna online day chat, find a May chat. Open up the OK ass, OK yeah. Profile picture looking tight chat. Nice chat, got your bio reading right chat. Precise chat, but before you find a day chat, you gotta wait chat. Gotta go back to nature, get it straight chat. Girl, you look good, want your facts that thing up. Use a handsome young brother, want your facts that thing up. They in real life, you need to vax that thing up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing up. Girl, you look good, want your facts that thing up. Use a handsome young brother, want your facts that thing up. They in real life, you need to vax that thing up. Feeling freaky all night, you need to vax that thing up. I know you can't stand it, no holding hands, chick. But when we get the shot, we gonna be romancing. Girl, you could be the queen at the quarantine. We could meet up at the spot and we could do the thing. Internet date chat, I'm your mate chat. Download the app, shawty, you ain't gotta wait chat. I love it when you hold me, ain't playing emoji. You could be the young hot thing, I'll be the OG. Girl, you look good, want your facts that thing. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh, I'm joined as always by Bob. This week by special guest, Word What up? We're the folks here by Father Bell of Madness, reasoning the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. We're not Bob. How y'all doing this evening? <laughs> After that song, I'm fantastic. It just fixed my week, Dude, I guess... fixed everything. <laughs> I just I, I I miss vaccine songs so much that like I just like I was getting into it so much that I like almost forgot to read in. Oh, don't worry, there's more coming. <laughs> there's more coming. <laughs> There's more on the docket. Don't don't even now worry. Now that we have the Omicron specific booster, it's like it's the right time for it. You, the monkeypox vaccine vax that ass up hasn't even started yet. <laughs> that one's gonna be a little too de- degenerate for the show, I think. <laughs> Just the same song with a lisp. Uh. <laughs> oh man, that's good. <laughs> If you would like to submit your own list version of the monkeypox vaccine, you can leave a voicemail at 1-833-666-911. Again, that's 1-833-666-0911. Wow, what a pro. I know. I I had to clean it up after last week. You didn't even mess up last week. (laughs) I, I didn't even, and here I am this week, even better than before. Speaking of 9-11, I think... There was something this week that we we're supposed to remember, and I can't quite. Dude, dude. Nope. We're not. It's World Ozone Day today, September sixteenth. <laughs> That's World what Ozone it was. Day. That's what it was. <laughs> it is the thirty-fifth anniversary of the Montreal Protocol, where the world, all the world, literally all the world, came together and committed to stop using these chlorofluorocarbons that were creating a hole in the ozone layer. We're we're about you know maybe a tenth of the way through the journey maybe by like uh, twenty one hundred we can th- finally <laughs> twenty two hundred whatever we can finally fix the the whole nails on layer we fixed it didn't 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 we I don't know what's going on did what's it the, the, oh Bob that's so twenty nineteen what what's the diameter of the ozone hole at this point because <laughs> I feel like it's got to be somewhere like around six million centimeters or like well. It's maybe over that many centimeters. The, the ozone hole is not natural, and it needs daily dilation. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so. Firstly, the ozone, the ozone, any any hole in the ozone layer fluctuates quite a bit. Uh, the one at the South Pole is actually um, seasonal. I think it appears in the summer. Did, did I not write? I said it was seasonal. I didn't write down what season it was. Whatever. <laughs> Well, it's Antarctica. They don't have seasons down there. I was going to say, like, what season? It's either, like, cold or it's, like, a little less cold. 
<laughs> it appears when you least expect it. All right. <laughs> uh, so that no, that, just, wait that that would assume it... that would assume it's naturally occurring, right? Nah, hairspray or something. But if it's seasonal, it should yes. be it should be naturally occurring. What? I mean, o- ozone's migratory, so like you know, in the winter the ozone <laughs> goes south to fill in the hole. Is the ozone a like a flock of birds all of a sudden? What ozone science have I missed out since I was in like third grade, Josh? <laughs> so, so what? What ozone? Let's let's take a step back. What ozone science are you guys familiar with? What do you guys know about this this terrible threat uh, to humanity called known as holes in the ozone layer? I don't know. I just saw that movie uh, Moonfall. That was pretty wild. Like. There's, like, nanobots that fucking, like, fly around the moon and, like, you know, that's a uh, spoiler alert. But, you know, that I just imagine the ozone layer or something like that. Just, like, fucking, you know, nanoids just floating around the Earth, you know. God, according to Josh, that will be actually very accurate. I guarantee it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's a good analogy. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, man. Knocked it's, it out uh... of the park. Just guessed. <laughs> I mean, what, what, are, what, are the, what are the nanoids, the little nanobots doing when they fly around the moon? What purpose like, do they serve? Okay, like the ozone's made out of nan, nan uh what do you what the fuck do you call that? Like nanobots? Nanobots, like, yeah. 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 Little robots that are microscopic and just forming clouds of robots that just fly and do damage, you know? Yeah. I mean just keep, everyone keep that image in mind while we while we go forward with and this they, discussion. They hate hairspray, all right? <laughs> of anything. They hate refrigerators and they hate fucking hairspray. Don't piss off the nanobots. Oh, so they're actually weak to hairspray just like an ozone layer? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. That's what I figured. <laughs> All right. So the the this this dates back the whole awareness of this situation dates back to the mid 1970s. These uh two UC, uh, UC Irvine um, researchers um they they were the ones who figured out that chlorofluorocarbons um, so it is exactly as Warden said. It's uh, aerosols and refrigerants, a bunch of different categories, but it's pretty much just nailed it. And refrigerants. Um, Sorry, that go those ahead. were uh, they discovered the reaction of that with ozone and um, you know so pitched the idea that these could cause damage to the ozone layer. And then ten years later, in 1985, the uh, British Antarctic Survey, uh, this group, um, they they actually observed a layer of decreased ozone, a, you know, a hole, some might call it, in the ozone layer above Antarctica. So that that's where we begin. We, we, 1985, the hole is discovered. Okay. And then didn't we have some great initiative about hairsprays? We got rid of hairsprays. We eradicated them, fixed the ozone layer. It grew back like hair. So so there there's uh, seems to be some misunderstanding here there are a bunch of articles that came out around 2019 that's uh, like the ozone the hole in the ozone layer is the smallest it's been in 20 years 30 years or uh right i think that's where i got that from then um yeah so that gets to the crux of what i want to talk about tonight things that grow back and the Mm. the premise that is like uh, sure we know that ozone holes aren't necessarily a permanent thing and if we decrease our use of these chlorofluorocarbons that eventually it's going to replenish itself but the idea was if we stay on track with the montreal protocol then by uh, between 2050 and 2070 we can have the ozone hole reduced to 1980 levels or sorry well i guess 
back to 1980 levels of ozone coverage. Um, so 2050 to 2070 was the uh, where the models were saying that we would, uh, you know, it wouldn't be until then that if we, we follow these super strict protocols and completely banned all of these substances, that that was when it would happen. But apparently in 2019, we've made a lot of progress. Strange, isn't it? Oh, so the the idea behind this then is that there's a variable that they're not accounting for that's very obvious right or just like a like a part of the ozone layer that they just don't naturally understand i mean hopefully yeah like clearly there's just you know a a limited understanding of this layer the i think stratosphere this layer of the atmosphere and what's going on the ozone um and the reactions going on up there because like Yes, we know that chlorofluorocarbon reacts with it, and you know it get loses its um, uh, UVB absorbing properties. So, uh, but we don't really know much more than kind of the theoretical side of it. We, we it's not like we're just throwing. We we need effectively we need more satellites up in the stratosphere oh. to observe <laughs> what's going on there. There we go. You know, Perfect. Josh's ultimate goal of getting NASA more money is. <laughs> It's coming through again. I've heard that the ozone is really like, that's like the bun. You know, in the ins, the hole is like the roast beef, you know? And so like, um, it's actually like the ozone only swells for like a maximum of two days. But like, really, it just goes back to how it was. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't, I didn't I know that uh, hairspray is such a, a, a pheromone, such a turn on. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the bun, the roast beef. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. you get it. <laughs> um, so and uh, actually, there has been remarkable progress with the banning of certain uh, products. So, so okay, I want to point out one one more key thing with this. So, the Montreal Protocol, uh, 1987, was the original agreement um, between a bunch of countries, but. Um, kind of, there have been a bunch of revisions over the years, um, as recent as 2016 as well. Um, but this is the most universal treaty ever in history. There, there are 196 countries plus the E and then the EU. So like it's the whole world pretty much that has signed and agreed to, uh, phase out these products that are, uh, damaging the ozone layer. What, what are the products? Because I, I feel like back in the day, we used to say it was hairspray and it was fucking uh, refrigerators. Like, what no, is yeah, it yeah, now? Yeah. So like, do, is all... there, there are two, two, categories of, um, uh, two categories of compounds that they're looking at. There's the, um, the chlorofluorocarbons and the hydrochlorofluorocarbons. Um, and they're like both just a bunch of different categories and a bunch of different examples of refrigerants and aerosols and like fire fire extinguisher uh, solutions and stuff and um they successfully phased out all chlorofluorocarbons uh the cfcs by um 1996 like across the world uh they were universally banned except in like a couple key instances um like i think there are a couple like um couple fire extinguisher products they needed to keep for certain things but but for the most part completely banned across the board are we still sticking with the answer that that makes the world go on fire like or is <laughs> have we changed it to something else what, what, what do you mean like what what do you mean the world go on fire uh it's hairspray does that make it like is that causing the earth to just fucking heat up a million degrees like uh, so some of the main concern the original the uh concern, uv uh, um Ozone absorbs UVB radiation, so a certain band of uh, 
uh, wavelength band of UV radiation, and that's cancer causing. Um, so the the concern is skin cancer. Okay. Um, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some global warming tie that I just didn't really look into, but the main concern is skin cancer. Uh, also, uh, on that <laughs> note, I'm uh, from what I was reading, I did not find any citation of skin cancer uh, increasing in the 80s and 90s. Just by by the way, despite the the ozone being in like the shittiest condition that they had ever uh, reported it being yeah, in, I guess I, I guess assume. everyone went to Antarctica just wore their sunblock. Well, but that that kind of uh, okay. The, the way that like skin cancer happens it happens like later in life right like i know like all the boomers and stuff like that they use what baby oil back in like the the 70s and 80s to listen to in the sunbathe. 90s we, we just didn't have the technology all right no we just didn't well, have the technology well, no, to identify it no what i'm saying is that like it, it, it the skin cancer is going to happen like 20 years down the road 30 years 40 years down the road it's like it's going to happen in like the later stages of life still and it's like I know. Fingers crossed, a, it'll prove us I know, right. I know a bunch of boomers that get <laughs> constantly get fucking cancerous things cut off of their skin, like almost every year, basically, because they were yeah. fucking tanning back in the eighties with like baby oil and just roasting their skin. So it's like, well, it makes sense. Maybe dermatology is at its peak right now, and it's only going to go down. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm being hopeful that you know the ozone is protecting us. I mean, just I don't know what's the status on the ozone. Uh, it it seems to have made a lot of progress. Again, in 2019, it was at the um the most coverage, the smallest hole um in in like 30 years, and uh, it it's you know it it waxes and wanes what improvements there are, uh, but um it seems to only be getting better. We just need to keep at it. However, however, in, right, uh, just earlier this year in 2022 a new ozone hole appeared above the tropics and it's seven times bigger than the antarctic hole and it's year round it's not even seasonal oh, ozone no. hole two electric boogaloo where where is it over uh it, it's the tropics so uh, equator ish i don't i did did I, did I even check the where? whole equator it's not the Just... whole equator <laughs> let me, let me it... read this world economic Forum does it have a name yet yeah really why don't they have cool names for this <laughs> this yeah, they should. <laughs> what are they even doing? Like the branding, fucking fail. Like that's why nobody knows about it. Right? Yeah, they need to catch up. Uh, make a catchy name for it. Um, scare the shit out of people. I mean, we don't have to worry about it. We're nowhere near the equator, but you know, <laughs> those poor third world countries across the world. No, no. I think they actually <laughs> don't mention where it's specifically over. Where? Well, okay. This is becoming like a Bermuda Triangle thing. Just don't look in, for in it. Don't eye. question it. It's it exists. All right. <laughs> I'd, I'd click. Oh, I clicked on like it's in the tropic area. link too, and it's, it does. It's, it's not about anything relevant. <laughs> it's around the equator. Don't ask questions. Right. Yep. Um. I mean, it's around the tropic area. Great. Okay. <laughs> we'll nail it down. Thanks, team. I guess. I guess they need another you know a couple more grants or something like that to get like the actual like where it is and where it's going cost money to to get these things right josh uh, lots of money lots of money lots of satellites lots of uh the post-processing of data satellites uh, both yeah and and it's many many uh orbiting objects no but actually also like there are ozone like i like i mentioned earlier there are ozone holes that appear periodically and just appear and disappear like in 2020 there was one that appeared above 
the Arctic, but then it just you know disappeared. No big deal. So like, like you said, Bob, like we we just don't have a great understanding of how the hell ozone works. Okay. So, but theoretically, it did grow back. Yes. From the 1980s to 2018 or 2019, whenever they they discovered that it did grow back. It's getting better. It's growing back. Something that we previously didn't ever conceive of being possible, right? Yes. However, that's the ozone. Like, we did a great job environmentally there. There are other environmental concerns. There's something that won't ever grow back, and that is the coral reefs. Oh, no, not the coral I mean, reefs. <laughs> That's where all ocean life resides all in. If we don't have a coral reef, we don't have sharks. We don't have, like, fish. Like <laughs> yeah. any fish, right? I, none. We don't have underwater That's how plants. coral reefs work. If those go, everything goes. We're all dead. Dude, it's the New York City of the under the sea. Like, imagine if uh, New York City got, like, polluted or if there were a disease that went through or something. <laughs> Oh, man, that'd be terrible. What are the chances? It would never heal. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the bleach, the bleach corals, basically. I remember like the the giant or the the great coral reef over by um, Australia, right? Is the one that they kept bitching about. I'm trying to understand the metaphor, Josh. Um, So you're saying that there's a lot of fish that will kill us that are there? (laughs) Like, roughly 13% of the fish will kill us? <laughs> Wait, no, 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 yeah, no. So we need affordable housing for these fish. <laughs> In oh, new yeah. coral reefs, yeah. <laughs> we need to develop new coral oh, reefs. They are, they are growing coral One, reefs ones in that, labs. Like, they're, they're working on it. Ones that can't be bleached. <laughs> no, you can't fuck with the ocean, man. There's a lot of shit that'll kill you I in the ocean. Coral reefs, okay. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, go on. What's happening with the coral reefs now? Um, now that we know we're all going to die because the coral reefs have been bleached and there's no returning. So, so there, there are a number of different issues. The, the main thing is the bleaching, and ultimately the process there is when there's an environmental stressor, such as increased water temperatures or increased uh, acidity in, in air in the ocean or, or whatever, um, the algae, the right. algae living in the coral leaves it, and the coral it becomes white and it becomes uh, very susceptible to disease. It's only like if you strip a tree of its bark. Where like it's very susceptible to disease and uh, the elements that that's what coral bleaching that's okay. what happens there makes sense um and yeah yeah there ultimately there are uh, a bunch of different areas where they've seen um well I guess another another one of the risks is uh is specific diseases like there was this white band disease a bacterial infection that went through these two species of coral in the Caribbean and they estimated up to eighty percent of reduction or like up to 80 percent of the coral in the caribbean of these two species died so like a a significant amount like towards you know endangered extinct in in that trajectory um so it's it's a big deal i will say this like the bleaching of the coral reef you know i've seen a lot of stuff on social media this week about the little mermaid like it should really fix that problem (laughs) thanks disney (laughs) (laughs) oh man I didn't think we'd be dropping Little Mermaid jokes this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Um, But so wait, just two species of the coral reefs. Well, Uh, that that was specific in the Caribbean. That's that's just one isolated problem. Yeah. But they're saying, okay, 80% of these two species... How much of these two species make up like the entirety of like the coral reefs in the area? I, I think then? in the Caribbean, because it's like they're not giving you, 
They're not giving you whole numbers. You're saying that, but you don't know. Like, <laughs> these two species could make up... Wait, hold on. These two species could make up less than 1% of, like, the total coral reefs in the area. Right? How many species? They're finding thousands of fucking shrimp species every single day. How many coral reef species are there? So, so okay. I would assume two <laughs> would be a very small amount. <laughs> so, so uh, there are 800... Um, oh, so, okay. Sorry, there are 800 coral species were studied in this big 2008 study. There it is. So more exists, but these are the primary ones that were studied. (laughs) Um, And of those 800, one-third of them, so it was like 260, uh, 270... Became white. uh, ...were in threat of extinction. So, um, yeah, so one-third of the 800 major coral species are in threat of extinction in 2008. that's some fucking wording bullshit, too. Because, okay, they, they... they say two thirds of them, or however many, are uh, in danger of like being attacked by this fucking thing, or you know, in danger. But they still reference the two, like it. They still don't give you the totality of how, like, the extent of this, right? It it's obfuscated in what they're trying in the information that they're giving you. What what was the number? How much percent was in danger? Uh, one one third of eight hundred. One third of eight hundred, approximately thirty, but only two of them, right? So this is fucking bullshit. Oh, they're saying it's in. So this is the same as like the COVID models being like, oh my god, like thirty percent of people are gonna fucking die because of COVID. Like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Well, a third of these species are not in danger. They were, they never were in danger. They were in danger in your mind because you're fucking dumb. But but no, there. So we know that there has been. Uh, a mass depletion of and mass uh, you know, death of coral, but unlike human beings, corals don't have this this nice, clean, short nine month gestation period. Coral, like it doesn't just grow back, does it? What? <laughs> Is it? I thought it did. I thought that's the <laughs> point of this. <laughs> I hate <to laughs> spoiler. <laughs> Well, uh, so so our, our previous understanding was that uh, like a, a full coral reef would take millions of years to grow, and uh, a, a lot of this was based on um, fossil records from the. Uh, so so for example, um, at the end of the Permian period, um, some geological era, there was uh, there was a reef gap where there were no coral reef, or there were no coral fossils found for a ten million year period. And for the, from various other gaps in archaeological history, um, we can kind of point out that it looks like it takes a very long time for coral reef to grow and form a full reef. And, like, we, we see, okay. too, that it, it does grow so, slowly. It, okay, it grows slowly. But they overestimated, like, the, the, like the time span. Just like I'm assuming they overestimate. oh, it takes 100 million years to create crude oil, like, in these guys' Like in their fucking minds, like th- this old like knowledge base that everyone just assumes on. It's like, oh, it's gonna take another hundred thousand years for the coral reefs to grow back. It's like, well, no, you got the time frame wrong, obviously, because you haven't seen it in real time. I can't believe right? you'd say Is something that... like that in a post peak oil world, Bob. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm kind of retarded. Could you explain what's the significance of this whole coral reef thing? What does it mean to me? Oh, um, it's kind of like Bob said, where there's uh, it, it supports a ton of life under the sea. Like it, it, it provides um, effectively a, a 
habitat for just a bunch of different plants. Yeah, that's just water creatures. Fuck them, man. Just fuck them. Yeah, also, there, there's some, uh, you know, ocean stuff. Like, a barrier reef actually Dude, will... Dude, kill stop. all the fish. If I don't... If it's not something I can eat, I don't care. Just... You can eat a lot of these? Does that, does that help? I mean, there, there might be... Some, okay. Uh, uh, the, it, without the reefs for homes, like like you mentioned, actually, a lot of, you know, the sharks will come closer to shore. Like, random shit like that. There's... there. The, the, trust me, there are definitely risks associated with having less coral reefs i'll take your word for it but but then then so i i'd, I'd grown up my whole life you know with the awareness uh that coral reefs were dying i i even read a chapter in a book about coral reefs dying and how it's this terrible problem and climate change blah 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 um the, the carbon's making the ocean acidic and it's killing the coral reef uh but then then the other day i read this article um <clears throat> Uh, where some regions of the Great Barrier Reef show the highest coverage in the last 36 years. So th 36 years, firstly, is a much shorter period of time than millions of years. Um, and they're, they're so, it, it seems like a <laughs> seems like a relatively significant increase. <laughs> too. Did you ever read? Um, did you guys ever read H.P. Lovecraft? I love uh, the no, delivery. No. A little bit, just a little bit. So H.P. Lovecraft had, had a style of writing like there's certain things that he liked to talk about. And, and, and among them, like he would he would set things in like a swamp in Louisiana, you know, because who has ever been to in the middle of a swamp in Louisiana? Right. It's the mystery of not knowing what it is. It's something you've never seen. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's not at all related to just randomly talking about the coral reef. Anyways, go ahead. Have you never have you never <laughs> been snorkeling before? <laughs> No, um, so so when there, when there isn't um, when I'm studying the, the highest coverage and an increase, uh, the the region went from a 33% coverage of coral reef to a 36% coverage. Um, so like, I, what a 10% increase? That seems pretty significant. That seems like in, a, you know, in the span of, reef. Um, I mean, because well, they they had to have been monitoring monitoring this like the whole time, right? So they have like, oh, it grew that three percent or six percent or whatever in like what a year um so i'm double checking so so they they cite the highest coverage in 36 years um so it, it might d -d -d -d. yes but i'm assuming the the coverage has gone down and then back up and then down you know it, yes. it's fluctuated right so like what was the low point was the low it, point it, just... sorry, it, it is it is year over year Okay. So it was 30, 33% last year up to 36% this year. Apparently, Holy fuck. So 36 years grows, ago is 35%. So that Why just grows always... really fast then. <laughs> you said 33% to 36. Why is it always ending in threes? That's kind of weird. Starting in threes. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, then, I, then I found this uh, this other story where um, there was... Uh, where was it? There, there was an isolated coral reef, um, like a, a full reef that... Uh, died from bleaching and uh, 15 years later they only uh, went and re-examined it and it was um it grew back it was it was just uh oh off of scott reef in australia um in yeah in, in 19 1998 um suffered a bunch of bleaching it seems like uh it was all dead and whatnot and in 2013 um they went back and uh here, here's the line even uh Corals have grown back just fine, reports a, a team led by James Gilmore of uh, University of Western Australia Ocean's Institute in Perth. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It they, they, we... thought it was, they thought it was completely dead. Apparently, it wasn't quite dead. And uh, that, was, that was the situation. It's like the sea level's rising, right? Florida was supposed to be underwater by now. It's a miracle.
I love the uh, sheer hubris of this because like they they think they understand it and in reality they have no idea what the fuck a coral reef is, how it lives, how it grows, how it dies basically. They could be completely wrong on the factors of what what bleached it in the first place or even if bleaching is a harmful like cycle in the process or in the life process of a coral reef, right? It's like, clearly not it, as fatal as they thought it was. It sounds to me like they don't know anything, literally anything about coral reefs or what they are or what they do or how they survive. Do you think NASA's into selling scuba equipment and like research submarines? They're gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> we should get a, like a marketing campaign on that. Yeah. <laughs> the Great Barrier Reef, so big you can see it from space. Uh, it's gonna be NASA branded fucking submarines that are sold by spacex and shit like that like Jesus Christ. right but have we done anything okay to give them credit have we done anything dramatically in this year of a uh, year over year time span where the these reefs um regrew themselves um what what factor are they considering in their regrowth do they know from from what i read um we don't know. Uh, it was uh, there wasn't any major environmental factor or change that they observed that was associated with the coral reefs regrowing. So, from what I'm hearing, I'm surprised there were just... some. Good. There were some measurements taken on a reef, and they were like a little bit off from like a previous Wait, measurement. And... Measurements is a very technical term. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're not actually like being like oh this this bit of coral reef is like 0.2 centimeters or something and then they no no they went down and... there and they saw like this looks a little bit different than the last time we which is yeah. like just their imagination right like right. they remember it a different way and then they went down there and they're like oh it looks kind of different oh my god the earth is fucking dying <laughs> <laughs> that's, ba- oh that's basically god. what's happening yeah <laughs> all right josh yep so well, Trump's the, uh, out of office, so it must be healing, right? It must be, yeah, yeah, everything's However, healing. Yeah. Have you guys heard about that? Um, that have you guys paid attention to the whole Mar-a-Lago like document raid and all that shit that happened? Um, a little bit, just a little bit. So, like, you know, I don't read super far into a lot of this stuff, but I like when something comes out and it's about Trump. Like, I tend to cue into it just because I know that there's a lot of just there's an air of bullshit that just surrounds them. Okay, like fucking. It just seeks like a heat seeking missile. Like you can, if you're looking for like examples of just the government just being fucking egregious with certain shit, like you just look for Trump and then like, you know, there's all this shit that just happens around him, you know, because like normally they keep this under a, a shroud of fucking secrecy, but with him, they, they do it right out in the open for some reason, some odd fucking reason. But like the Mar-a-Lago raid was something that was just fucking wild to me because they go into his fucking house, right? They just throw a bunch of documents everywhere, right? <laughs> Everything they can fucking find. Like, they say... They that, took a like, picture. They, of- wait, they threw some documents on the ground, and then they took a picture of it, and they just, like, they release it to the media being, like, with no statement behind it, and everyone just had to draw conclusions from some papers on the ground. And it's like, what the fuck yeah. are, are you showing us? Wait, we're, no, aren't and, these and, classified and, documents? You're not allowed to take pictures of those. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got into an argument on Truth Social. I'm like trying to pull this up because, like, I I had to look up this this fucking retard. Like, I had to look up the order 
order of declass authority for declassify declassification information shall be declassified as soon as it no longer meets the standards under the given order b information shall be declassified downgraded by an official who is authorized or two the originator's current successor in function gee i wonder who's at the top of that <laughs> The president I, has authority to declassify anything. He right. can just point and say, I want that public. He can declassify anything he fucking wants. All he has to do is just say it, speak it into words, like make it happen, right? So I, I think the raid had to do with not the declassification of certain things or the lack of declassification. I think it was in regards to... Um, I. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, I thought they actually requested documents from him and he failed to give all those documents over. And that's why they raided his home to get those. Right? Right. Okay. So let's talk let's talk about that, right? Yeah. You look at the manifest, the manifest of documents that they said he was asked to turn over, right? And this is what the list reads like. Document number one, pardoning of Roger Stone. Document number two. <laughs> Uh, container two, document one, document number three, container two, document two, document number four, container uh, two, document three. It's, there is, they don't say what any, the these only thing that they actually call out. These are references that we don't like of files and folders that we have no idea what they are concerning. It is like, yeah, it's container number and document number all across the board. The only one that they call out by name is the pardoning of Roger Stone. It's like. Oh boy, that could really do some fucking damage if that got out, right? Like, wh what the fuck is that going to do? Isn't like, that already a matter of public record? He signed it. It went into, like, the Library of Congress, didn't oh, it? But, Bob, you don't understand. It didn't go through the process. It needs to go through the process. What process? Even though... <laughs> Even though Roger Stone's already been pardoned, it's it hasn't gone through the process. Like, the process wasn't complete. So... Yeah, anyways, a bunch of blubbering fucking retards talking about this shit. Like, oh, it, there's a formal process for all this. The way that it's intended to work is the president says, I need that unclassified, and that is the intention. That intention is to be carried out. Yes, there's a process it, it has to go through, but at no point in the process is it warranted that somebody just says, oh, halt. No, we can't, we can't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, no, it's already been done. If Biden wants to classify it, he has to re-fucking classify it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. It, it, at that point, the order has already been given. You execute the fucking order. You declassify it. It's so goddamn retarded. But, yeah, that, then I look into it a little bit more. It's like they go into his fucking house. They, they throw documents all over the place, all over the floor, and they take pictures of it. Oh, look it. We just chaos on an organized order. What was the fucking thing from January 6th, the caption, where it's like, debris, wreckage. Like, <laughs> like, like, it was like that. Like, they just took a bunch of pictures of documents on the ground, and it's like, okay, well. And then uh, Trump comes out, and he says what? He says, uh, most of those were just empty folders. So the, okay. The DOJ. I mean, so he lost the out. documents? That's even worse. <laughs> No, no, no. They were subpoenaing empty folders that were marked as Container 2, Document 1. 
Wait, wait sorry, that, that's the actual label? That's not like a redacted title? Or like the title's not redacted, so they called it that? that that's the actual label? Well, no, it's just a folder with nothing in it, Josh. That title okay. is it, to a been... folder that has nothing in it. The folder has been given a oh, catalog number. I see. And in that, and, and in that folder is nothing. <laughs> okay. So what, okay, that's a lot to unpack right there. Like, what do we have to, like, what do we have to, like, you know, audit that statement to, like, you know, figure out if that's even true, right? Well, we have the document manifest, which has no name on any of those fucking documents, right? So that that's not a whole lot. So, right, well, the DOJ comes out and they says, it's all ours. It all belongs to us. And Trump's like, well, they also took, like, my son's passport and, like, a bunch of my personal documents, right? Stuff that is no business being part of this. Oh, they so they they went Trump's tax returns. Finally, they went well beyond the scope of their search. Then is what you're saying, because the search warrant yeah. is very typically very specific in what they can search for, and taking personal belongings that have no no connection to government documents or government policies or like anything like that should not have been included in that. Basically, they shouldn't right. have been going through the panty drawer of Melania Trump. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so but, I'm looking for information on all this stuff. I'm trying to figure out like what's what, and I'm I'm reading articles and shit. And I go on like I'm like, all right, what is like the left wing media saying about this? What is like what's the most left wing, deranged fucking news source? Like the most complimentary fucking circle jerking thing that I can find on this. So I go to the New York Times, oh the mo- the place where the best journalists in the world <laughs> uh, live and work, the most reputable um, news site. In existence. Yeah. And, and, and basically this is what it says is like, okay, well the job of, well, first off, sorry, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Trump appointed a special master. What is a special master? A special master is somebody that's been tasked with separating the documents and sorting things into the correct piles. What belongs to Trump should go to Trump. What is matters of state national security? Like, that can be sorted out separately. His only job is just sorting documents, right? So he, he you, mean, you mean Trump's getting special treatment because he's white and also the former president? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, Trump, Trump isn't just above the law because you know a, a bunch of country hicks voted him, he cheated the voting system, to get him in the office. Like he's a citizen of the U.S. and no longer president, just like the rest of us. What he said. Why does he get a special master? What he, I hate you. <laughs> what he said was they took a bunch of his personal documents, right? So he he requested a special master be appointed. He had to go to the, through the court system and petition the courts and say, I need this person to come in and sort out these documents and give me back what's mine, right? And uh, he had to go through this whole process to just to set that up. Just to get his son's passport is what he's saying. Like, and, and uh, that got appealed by the Department of Justice. So he had to go through the appeals court. But why? And they lost. They lost the appeal, though. Yeah. They, they lost the appeal. They did lose. Wait, do we, do, we know, do we know why it was appealed? Like, what was, the, what was their case? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, I, I saw some, like, MSNBC, MSNBC clips about it, and they were saying that it would dramatically or drastically reduce the ability of the DOJ uh, DOJ to conduct their investigate their criminal investigation into Donald Trump. I think that was like their official. So statement. they just took a million documents. Oh, they they just took a bunch of shit from his house and they're yeah. like, it's ours now. And they said, and then Trump goes to court and says, uh, a bunch of that's mine. Right. And, th- and they're like, no, 
We need all of it. <laughs> and fucking. Well, I mean, it sounds like Trump just wants to flee the country with his son. Like, uh, that's, oh, the only, sure. that's the only possible reason he could want his passport back. Right? That's the only logical explanation, right? Um, <laughs> so he requested, like, yes. they ended up lo- the D- Department of Justice lost that case and fucking. Uh, he requested that he have this judge. He picked a guy that was like, if you're looking for a guy that's favorable to the deep state, like he's like a FISA court judge. Like he's somebody like if Trump's oh, trying in the thick of it. Yeah, he's in the thick of it. And, and fucking uh, Trump just picks this guy. He's like, look, I I think this is a trustworthy guy. Like he's probably going to give me back my shit. Like just like put this guy in charge. And they, and they actually accepted it. Wait. Let me remind everyone how morally bankrupt the FISA court is on a federal level because I, I believe it's something like 98% or higher uh, of the warrants that go through the Pfizer court are signed and approved. It is a rubber courts. It's a rubber. St- shut up, Josh, shut the fuck up. It's like a rubber stamping machine for illegal searches. Uh, they say the constitution needs a fucking, uh, a warrant signed by a judge. Great. We got a, we got a judge with the rubber stamp. And he's fucking hitting that as hard and as fast as he like, forearms on that can. judge. Have you guys right. have you guys he's talked just, about on the show like what exact what that is like the FISA court? The FISA court. The well, FISA court. Do it in depth for now. I mean, I can I can, no, I can not, do a quick thing on it. Basically, yeah, go, like the government the government go. says they want to search you. Like basically, you're on trial for a crime that you don't even know you're on trial for, and they're petitioning yeah. a court. And so, like there is basically you you're not representing yourself like they're just doing it in the dead of night. And, and like, yes, <laughs> basically they're they're uh, like it, it's wild. And, and like you said, like 95 percent of it gets approved. So like they're going up into this court where it just happens in the dead of night that nobody knows about under a shroud of secrecy. It, it's a it's a court that was specifically designed for the NSA and like intelligence agencies to get a like probable cause warrant signed to do anything that they want. And they, they guard everything that they do with the, the veil of national security and um, uh, confidential like documents. So a rigged, a rigged, like the illusion of a court, like a rigged court, the illusion. Yeah. It's the illusion of a court. Yeah. Ever, ever since, there was the big, uh, you know, expose and all of that. It was, it was Snowden, right? That like kind of um, yes. exposed yeah. a lot of that. Ever since that happened, there's been a big uptick in domestic terrorist events. Oh I God. think. <laughs> <laughs> you think what, Josh? Better class. I mean, it would have all, it would have all you know, been better if it stayed classified. So that's that's really what you know what we can conclude from this. Okay. So are, are, I have they, so are many, they still operating like norm, normally? Like did they, the did FISA they court? Or, yeah. Still oh yeah, court, right? they, they made it real simple over COVID, where the judge doesn't even talk to anyone. He just sits there fucking stamping shit. They have he they have an app there. that he, they he, do it through now. Like there's lit- there's literally an app. Yeah. That they just like go on their let, phone. Let like, me oh, remind you, proof, dude. The FISA court. When Donald Trump was running in 2015 and they got a warrant to uh, monitor his communications through the Pfizer court before he was elected in 2016, uh, they signed a warrant to monitor his uh, communications based off of a lie that the FBI fabricated and told to the judge, the the, the very FBI agent that fabricated that evidence and, and gave it to that judge served no jail time 
in the lie which originated to to get that from the Steele dossier yeah which originated from a british spy on hillary clinton's payroll he lied he manipulated an email that he uses evidence from the cia another branch of the government he manipulated that email presented it to a fisa court judge and said uh with their backing, we need the, like this warrant, and they granted it. It was completely illegal. The guy did not go to jail. No one. There was no reforms in the FBI that happened. There was no reforms in the FISA court that happened. Not that we could ever know because it's all fucking classified. This this is like the most morally bankrupt part of the uh, of the justice system that we currently have, and it bleeds into every other part of it because they all act like they can just fucking. Oh, you have no Fourth Amendment. You have no Fifth Amendment. Give us what we want, or we'll take you down. Have you guys? That's basically what it is. Have you guys talked about Crossfire Hurricane yet? Um, no, uh, no not you brought it up the other week. We, we haven't. Oh, buddy, that could be a whole thing we could go into. <laughs> oh, and, we can do that. In the words, in week. the words of Lindsey Graham, it's it's the most corrupt investigation that ever happened in the hu- history of the United States. <laughs> holy shit yeah it, it, it i mean th- this how they go after trump is the liberals going after trump with the justice system is exactly everything wrong with the justice system that they protested against during the blm riots like this is it they are the they have made the justice system into what they right. hate right but Trump's the rich point one, the white, the white point one percent. Like I, I don't understand. That, the that's the here. part that I don't fucking get. It's like they're they're so gung ho about it. Like they they're they're just sitting they're sitting here and they're they're cheerleading this shit. Like all of the shit that's happening with the special ma- like, oh he he released those were classified documents and all this shit. It's like, do you not realize that the reason why the system's so fucked? All the shit that you guys talk about, the reason why the system's as fucked as it is, is because you guys are the ones that are cheer- sitting here cheerleading it the whole time. Like the uh, every You're cheerleading the worst properties of the justice system that there possibly ever could be. And you're cheering it on. And at the same time, burning cities down because you hate it so much. Yeah. Like the whole it's George Floyd shit. Mind boggling. It's like, y- yes, you know, don't you, don't you realize that at this point in time, like you are Derek Chauvin putting a fucking knee on the neck of Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's, Donald, Donald Trump doesn't do doesn't doesn't do drugs. That's that's a, that's a weird comparison. Yeah, that's and true. He doesn't use counterfeit twenties either. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but the analogy is perfect. Like they are the Derek Chauvin. They are his knee, and they're supporting it and they encourage it. Every flaw in the justice system that they hate, they are using to attack their political allies because they don't understand the principles that that are causing it basically right like they're they're so dumb that they're they're just like well it's gonna take the person down that i don't like so therefore it's good they have good points right but like it's like you are the reason why it is why it is you know yes yes wait is this this some like uh, elaborate secret addition to the topic where like things that grow back my trust in the fbi and the judicial system and the coral reef I don't. I don't think anyone's trust in the in the justice system can ever grow back. Are, are you fucking kidding me? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you still don't yeah. understand the process. Uh, here we go. Yeah. So I hate you. 
Ju- Judge Deary, Trump got a special master appointed and all that. Like, you know, fucking all he's trying to do is just get his shit back. And the, and the Justice Department stood in the middle of the way and they said, no, it's we're not letting it happen. And then fucking eventually they lost. And now that's like going to happen. They're going to sort shit out, you know. But it, it, it all gets to the point, though. It's like, why are they doing this in the first place, you know? And, and I think it has a lot to do with if they could nail Trump with mishandling classified documents, they could prevent him from running in 2024. Yeah. Uh, the obstruction of the obstruction of justice charge actually carries a, a penalty saying that you can't run for office after that. So that is exactly why after the Mueller investigation, after January 6th, after all these fucking investigations, the, the taxes in New York City that they the were the trying to get, the impeachments... Everything that they've done never worked. They're going, now they're going for, they're not prosecuting for January 6th. They're prosecuting him for obstruction of justice, for uh, for not turning over documents regarding the, um, the request from like the Library of Congress or something like that. And specifically, they're not even going for treason. Specifically, they're going for obstruction of justice because it means that they can't run for, for office, which is absolutely insane. And I doubt it would ever work. Obstruction of justice is another, it's a charge that is commonly referred to as contempt of cop. It's it's the charge that a cop will book you on if he's pissed at you and you don't do what he says and he has no other reason to arrest you. And so he's just like, well, I can just make this up and I can like ad lib a really lazy ass story to the prosecutor and he'll roll with it and charge the guy. And it's going to be my word versus his and he's going to get charged. And that's that's it. Unless like there's a camera involved. Yeah. They're they're opportunistically substituting like the whole judicial process, like a cop trying to arrest somebody that is like deserving of arrest. Or like, you know, a judicial process taking place. Mm-hmm. They're trying to substitute that with, oh, the government just inserted all this bureaucracy and just didn't get the shit done that they were supposed to do. You know, and, and that's like, you know, um, that's the way it is. Right. And like the worst travesty <laughs> of justice is to charge someone for like a bureaucratic crime. And it's like, well, you didn't allow the government to fulfill his bureaucratic duties and ha! filing all they this paperwork. They didn't complete the process. Ha! Yeah, they didn't complete the process. <laughs> Lock him up. Like, <laughs> it's he didn't fill out the paperwork correctly. Like, I said, green light. Ha ha. Which is what they, which is what they can do with like your taxes, like literally every government documentation that you've ever fucking signed every goddamn. Like a year depraved game of sign. fucking Simon yeah. says that they're doing. Like, oh, yeah. I said freeze. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's the same thing that cops do like in person when they're, you know, they'll fucking mean mug you, they'll square up to you, rub nipples, and then all of a sudden you're fucking being thrown to the ground because you just obstructed justice somehow. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? And that's exactly on a federal level. They are doing this at a federal level to a billionaire. They th- this is like effectively like uh what's the the terminology for like stop and search? Like what's the like the the stop and frisk the the stop and frisk yeah they are stopping and frisking donald trump and they've been doing it for the past six years and it's so like that like reminds he's... me like have i ever talked about the other times i've been on this show have i ever talked about the my first impression of bob no so when we went to vegas right you know and and everybody they went out to the show or whatever and they went um uh oh, no. we were all getting a cab back <laughs> 
and like in Vegas, they oh like you have to get a cab in certain areas, right? <laughs> well, it's just bullshit. I can get a cab anywhere I fucking please. Yeah. A cab will come and pick you up wherever, but they're like, oh no, it can only be in these designated areas and all this shit. And like, parking um, garage under this weird section of the parking garage underneath the hotel that that was the designated area. Yeah, and and we we hailed the cab in like one of the wrong areas, and a cop like stood in front of the cab and like stood in front of Bob, and he's like, no. You're not getting in. And Bob, Bob looks at him and he's like, um, are you going to arrest me if I do? Like, all right. And this, this fucking cop made us walk all the way around. And <laughs> he's like, what, what are you going to do, buddy? What are you going to do? Like, I fucking hate law enforcement. It's just like the whole system's corrupt. Like they can just lock you up at, at a whim. Like, like in Vegas, like, Oh, if you order an Uber, I'm going to lock you up. It's like, what, what are you doing? No one in society has agreed to this. No one voted for this. There is no law for this, but a cop yeah. just walks down the street and be like, I'll arrest the next person that orders an Uber on this street. And it'll go through. That person will be prosecuted. The prosecutor well, will take some, that like, case. Retarded- yeah. I guess it is like a like a Las Vegas like ordinance or some shit like like the city agreed yeah. to it or something. But yeah. it's like there's no way the taxpayers fucking agreed to that. Like some idiot. Exactly. And you know. The, yeah, there's no way that like the ordinary person, if if they can do it to Trump or if they can do it to some random drunkard on like the strip, they can do it to anyone. That's the problem. If if you like. If you look at the way the government like prosecutes innocent people and be like, "Oh, that'll never happen to me," like you're wrong. It will happen to you within your lifetime. It will happen to you. Or that's your a really children. good point. I, I was gonna make that point. It's like, it, so it's everybody that's on the fence, right? Like, why you should vote for Trump is because, at the very least, like they're bringing all of this shit to light. Like they're they're just like for retarded reasons. Like they're just whether you like the guy's policy or not, like fucking everything that they're doing to him, it's just like, Oh my God, they can do that to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they're doing it in the, in the open when it's Trump for some reason, it doesn't make sense to me. Like they've been doing it to other people in the darkness, you know, but now they're doing it to Trump in the light. You know what I'm saying? Like they're bringing all of this shit to light. They're being delicate about it. They, they understand that it's in the light of day and everyone can see what's happening, but they're being very delicate oh. about it. And they have every single news agency saying how good it is yeah. too. That's like the, the, the light, the light, light of day through the very clear, uh, very transparent filter of NPR, like <laughs> the light of day <laughs> state, state media. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I've heard this. You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. <laughs> Scientists have discovered the vaccine is more dangerous than COVID itself. <laughs> A boost, as boosters that have not been tested on humans are being rolled out across the country, a new study indicates that the jab is far more dangerous than COVID-19 itself, and the CDC has provided false information regarding their tracking of adverse events linked to the vaccine. Impossible! Oh, uh, my God. messaging now? Are the, are the sponsors okay with this, Bob? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We're not getting this on cable 
cable news television. So the sponsors don't need to worry too much, you know. So there's been a lot of information coming out. I think we kind of had like a retroactive celebration a couple episodes ago with the Duke regarding being correct on the vaccine, not getting it, and all the information that's coming out regarding it. So there is a lot more information. Denmark has now stopped distributing the vaccine to people under the age of 50. Did you guys hear about this? What? Un- oh Wait, about under the age of 50? Under the age of 50, they're, they are no longer giving the vaccine to, the, to, to young people. So people who are at zero risk of the virus to begin with, they're not giving it to So them basically yeah. nobody is getting the vaccine. So how are they going to die? Like, like it's illegal. No, for no, no, no. Most no. People. Okay, so this is what this entails. They did not explicitly say that the risks of the mRNA vaccines now outweigh the benefits of healthy people under 50, but the view is implicit in the announcement. So they do give it to people over 50 who are also immunocompromised. Those are the only people who are qualified to get the jab these days in Denmark. So well, they, that's probably everyone... To like the AstraZeneca one, right? And that's like, that's dangerous for young people. Why are they pulling? If only they had Pfizer. If only they had the <laughs> Pfizer BioNTech vaccine. Oh God! <laughs> so why are they pulling back all all of these um, kind of regulations and stuff like that and practices? Well, it's kind of it's kind of hard to to pin it down because no study oh. actually wants <laughs> to actually say it's no, the no, jab. I, all of these studies, I, like we've been pointing out, all these r- random people are just dying for like no reason, right? Oh, gardening. No, no reason no, no. at all. De- Denmark must have this far right president, un- unlike benevolent Joe Biden, uh, who cut all funding to provide free vaccines, and they just like <laughs> they're not able to b- import more vaccines. Like it's it's clearly something simple that that that's, that's what you're just about right. to say, right, Bob? Maybe I am full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jonas Salk invented the vaccine, and everything else after that was just gravy. Yeah, does gravy mean good? <laughs> Yeah. So, so you kind of have to. What do, you don't like gravy? You kind you kind of have to connect all the dots on this one. So I have one Business Insider article here saying a cardiologist says she is seeing a rise in twenty-year-olds with heart arrhythmias caused by herbal supplements. Can, right? can I just pause Wait, you wow. real real quick, Bob? Like, yeah. like, do we really have to just connect the dots, or have has anybody who's been giving half of a shit about this for like the last couple years knows exactly what's going on and we don't really need a clue for for <laughs> those not enlightened i, I want to walk you through this because it's really funny the way that they try to tie this into it uh into uh supplements herbal supplements so this cardiologist i'm ready for this ride so they explicitly <laughs> say is goes well this this correlates time-wise with covid19 and everyone's uh, kind of like neurotic uh, pathology to go and, and over supplement themselves with like vitamin C, vitamin D and all of these things. That's what you're thinking, right? It's like, oh, all these people are taking way too many vitamins trying to stay healthy and not catch COVID. And I mean, the things that you would think of. Vitamin D, I could never die. Right. You're thinking kids, fucking 20 year olds are just eating handfuls of vitamin D like, oh, I can't get sick. I don't want to die. But that's not what's happening. They specifically reference two, um, two supplements, bitter orange and uh, ephedra. 
And it's like I've never heard of these these supplements. I was I was gonna say like what do they take oh, yeah. too much like B twelve or something like that or like B complex. I'm sure it's like, all the, the bitter orange on? they're consuming and not and not the fucking heart exploding vaccines, you know. Right, and they they actually, <laughs> well, no, they, no, actually they tie these, these it. Are, these are performance enhancing and uh, performance enhancing drugs that are known to have. Um, I I looked these up after after Bob mentioned them and the, these are like you know actual like NCAA and. Uh, banned substances um, that are known to have some heart risk associated with them. So I I don't know I don't know who's taking these and why, but like whoever is taking them, like it it, it could actually be related to these. You said NCAA, like they ban a lot of things, man. They like but, they oh, ban okay, like, yeah, but the court. Okay, I'm hold on. Trying to put it in context, like it's it's that type of uh, banned substance or that that type right. of substance. Right, but I think the the one is FDA banned too. How many they ban of, like creatines and shit. You know, they ban like they ban shit creatine, that's not a big yeah, deal. You know? I, I know what you mean. I know, yeah, yes. So they they try to connect it, being like, well, people they they say right here. However, the number of Americans taking dietary supplements has exploded since COVID nineteen pandemic start in Southern California. Uh, she says uh, she often sees patients with heart problems who uh, gravitate towards alternate therapies and herbal uh, supplements. So now when they talk about supplements, sorry, wait, what they're, what they're seeing is uh, when COVID came out uh, or, or after, after COVID people started taking these and then they started developing more heart problems. Well, there's another variable there that no one wants to talk about. And that's the jab, right? Everyone knows it's the jab. Fucking healthy right. people are dropping dead because of it. It's not because they're taking fucking ephedrine or they're not fucking munching down vitamin C tablets and like overdosing on them and having organ failure. Like that's not what's happening. <laughs> like they That's that's I, the wildest shit about this to me. Like every study that you look at, like even back to the beginning as they were developing the jab, right? The incentive, the world government, the way that everybody was acting was that like, we just need this thing. We need it to exist. We can't say anything negative about it. It's like science just got thrown out the window from day one. It's like, you can't ever do a study where it's like, well, what if you have the jab and you don't have the jab? Compare those two side by side. That's not a study that exists ever. You know, like they always look at it in a vacuum. Yes. Yeah. So... Here comes some more. Adults aged 35 to 44 died twice the expected rate last summer. Life insurance data suggests. So so this was my question I was going to ask was, okay, supplements. Does that include methamphetamines? No. <laughs> okay. Just making sure because I've heard that drug usage is raised, right? Supplement. <laughs> I'm just being generous <laughs> to the jab, all right? I'm just trying to give I'm the just... jab its just dues. <laughs> also, uh, maybe everybody is just injecting heroin yeah. into their veins, all right? right. Maybe that's yeah. what it is, all right? Maybe this is explainable somehow. Maybe everyone's addicted oils. to heroin. I'm doing essential oils, supplements, and a little bit of meth to keep my... my <laughs> I mean, the, the meth is supplementing the fentanyl. Eight bowls of cocaine yeah. for lunch, all right? And then methamphetamines for dinner. And then the yeah. jab, Bob. So you said, uh, uh, so age thirty-five to forty-four, um, dying twice the rate expected. Um, life insurance data. This just sounds like an excuse to raise premiums, like raise life insurance, life insurance rates. 
Yes, but these are actual like things that they have to report on, though, because like they're at, they they can be verified with death death certificates. Like there there is an outside source of following the data on this one. So, it, but I mean, last right? summer I expected no one to die because they all got jabbed. So like twice the expected rate is <laughs> probably lower than average, right? It's a little unexpected. <laughs> I I would hope for someone that follows the science and trusts the science, right? A hundred percent. Higher than expected in July, August, and September. 100%. Twice the amount. Okay. So here's the next and last one. Cancers in adults under 50 have increased dramatically around the globe. The globe. So it's not supplements. That's just an American trend, right? Those are just the retards trying to drink bleach and to, to avoid some COVID, right? No, the fucking entire globe. Um, since 1990, the number of adults under the age of 50 developing cancer has increased dramatically around the world. But uh, what's concerning is that the increases nearly onset cancers don't seem to be slowing down and improvements in screening alone don't seem to be able to fully explain the trend. So they go on and they actually reference here that within the past few years, it's, it's actually gone up more than it has in the past, like 30, basically. Yeah. So cancers, heart problems, what else are we looking at? I mean, those are all pretty serious fucking things. So like the cancer we can blame on the ozone hole. Uh, can we and, blame heart problems well, on coral geez. reefs? <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. So I mean, young people are dying unexpectedly without reason. Uh, I mean, who knows? It could be the microplastics too, but th- that's another topic that they're well, not going to bring actually, up. No, did did you see the news? They they found a way to break down uh, uh certain PFASs. Uh, th- those are the um like Teflon type, um, uh, in your body, the, the microplastics. No, like the um, I don't know if in your body. I think in a lab type environment. But, like they they found a way to to break it down so they can like actually clean it from the environment because that was the problem before with a lot of these microplastics is that they were non-reactive didn't break down ever so they were just always of an environmental contaminant that just kept compounding yeah but but to put that in context that that was like two out of 500 uh major pfas uh compounds so you know it's, it's, it's slow progress but the microplastics maybe within our grandchildren's lifetime if we're fertile enough to get that far are those like nanobots like the if same we... kind that make up like the ozone? No, it's not <laughs> nanobots. No, no, no. Okay. no it's te- the what the fuck is a microplastic? Uh, You're just so, throwing it's... out words. It's just word salad, man. It doesn't no, no, mean it, anything. It's, it's, the, it's these microplastics. It's these... Okay. It's these synthesized plastics that fuck up your hormones uh, when they're environmental contaminants. Uh, so oh, yeah. BPAs are in um, are, are one of the major ones, and those are in uh, a lot of a lot of just like a lot of plastic things. They make plastic rigid, and they're also in um, thermal paper, so like receipts, and then PFASs are the other category, which is mostly for non-stick and water repellent things. So it sounds on, like uh, gay ops to me. It's, it's yeah, if you have like a non-stick, yeah, if you have like a non-stick pan, um, the the plastic that that wraps every fucking food item ever, like that includes it. Like it's in like every like food packaging that we've ever used. It, it's everywhere. The microplastics, I think, jumped in. Um, that we started finding microplastics in people's lungs when we started uh, masking everyone. I think that whatever, I, man. That that shit sounds fake as hell. 
<laughs> That's gay. No, it's real Chinese no. biological warfare. No, it, it's oh, there's, real. There's it, plastic in my lungs. Oh, ho, ho. it's real, and it's turning people gay. <laughs> it's ruining their hormones. There's, why? Why don't you believe? If you don't believe yeah, me, you don't believe Alex Jones. Like xenoestrogens. They they function as xenoestrogens, and they they mm-hmm. um like so they they simulate effects of estrogen in your in your body. Yeah, so if you have like a Teflon cooking pan that's making you gay, Andrew, <laughs> or we're not sorry. Teflon cooking pans make me gay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't have one. I use a Casty, motherfucker. There you go. Casty, like a real Casty's only. Dot com. All right. That is science discovers, and I believe we actually have. A voicemail. Please be Jordan. No, it's <laughs> not Jordan. Sir, if my twin's moving slower in time, masturbate. Is it even statutory rape? I'm with you, Aaron. Fuck these nerds. Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Bobby. You fucking... I'm going to travel faster than the speed of light, come back. Young and prime, you're going to be old as shit. I'm going to fucking clock you right in the face. How about that piece of shit? I think I say rape him right in the face, but you know. Make sure no. make sure you punch down. Make sure you punch <laughs> downward. That was implied. <laughs> How dare Bobby question the signs? That is so not appropriate for our show and our show theme. So. All right. I just feel bad for Bobby's twin. <laughs> I don't. I hope he beats him in the long run. <laughs> All right. I, th- I think that's the show. Thanks for joining us, Wordna. Yep. It was a pleasure. Have a good night. Have a good night. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. Don't tell me you don't Hell like yeah. my show. Thank you, science!